Welcome back to the Super Tuesday Recap. It's your host, Chris, here with Ro and Deepom, and we are here to wrap up the first season of Hawkeye with episode six. So let's just jump right into this. What did you guys think? I thought this was a fitting in with uh, just a perfect amount of strings and threads leading elsewhere. I was happy. Any further questions? Me? Any, Do any, I? Anyone? No, 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 no. Not, not you. Never. But doubters, haters, MCU starkers, are we done? <laughs> of course. They're never going to be done. I mean, really. You know, you, know, you know what I thought was a shot to them? When Cosby catches that arrow, he says, nice shot. He says, no shit. Right. (laughs) I've got somebody out of the whole, the last six episodes, no one has told Clint, great shot, man. Right. No one has been, they've all been great shots. No one's been like that. I thought that was a nice touch. It was a nice, it's a nice touch. Yeah. This is, like you said, this does a great, I, this, you know, this was a really, a a really great series, right? Because, Not only did it expand on 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 Clint and and give us uh, some movement on Clint, it um, it gave us a lot of stuff with Natasha and Yelena's relationship. And not only did that, really in like two episodes, they got um, <clears throat> they introduced Kate, and we get a whole thing with Kate. Um, clearly, they said Namaya. I mean, there's there's just so many things that they set up here, and they do um, with. Uh, the entire series, particularly this episode, but at the same time, it never feels like it loses track of what the show was supposed to be about, right? And right. and this is one of those things that I mean, we talked about this when um, well, I mentioned this both with both of you all when we both we did the uh, review of of No Way Home. The MCU has gotten to the place where they can break some of the internal rules we've always had with comic book shows right for for no way home it was hey hey don't don't do too, don't do more than one villain you know don't don't do too much because it's too much is gonna distract from the story and it's gonna make a bad movie the same thing here with this series it's like they give you closure but then don't because there's so many other threads that are pulling here and we're all just eating it up going like it's great it's still great storytelling and they didn't lose track of the main story they tied everything to the main the main story and it fits in perfectly, and now you just want more. And they've just gotten, and have been, I don't want to say just gotten, because they've been doing this for a while now. Um, they're just really good at this. Like, I, well, I just, it's just, they're so good at it. Well, where they broke some of the, you know, the comic book rules, they reinstated, instituted some really old episodic TV rules. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so you get a little bit of that nighttime television soap opera feel, just a touch of telenovela thrown in because, you know, joy and delight. And it gives you room to breathe. Now, albeit, it's very easy for you to miss some of the emotional nuances and pickup points. If that's your bag, you you can skip over those. But they're there. Um, But they're broken down in such a different way that you don't you don't have to be a comic person to recognize and fall into this format, but you kind of do have to be a little bit of a TV person. And I think that was some of the things that was the, the rough, the rough entry for a lot of people into the Disney plus shows is they're not necessarily TV people anymore. As evidenced by the fact people don't know to call it an episode instead of a weekly drop. I'm never going to get over that. But, um, 
I think for this, you also have to to keep in mind that they it's clear they have a plan. It was clear they had a plan at WandaVision. I mean, for Christ's sake, it was it was it was clear they had a plan at end end game. If if you were still in doubt, you knew there was a plan by then. But when you really think about what they chose to do with Black Widow, um, and then how that really comes full circle to play in here through all the events of Infinity War and a lot of the laments and complaints that people had about, you know, it seeming like Natasha just, you know, blipped into the soul stone and was never heard from again, for which some of us are grateful. And then the storyline felt like it ended. For it to show up here, it really does show you that these characters, if you give them just a little bit of time and a little bit of care to pull beyond like the flash pages or just pull beyond what you think you know about them that makes up that hilarious musical. This is the quality and the kind of storytelling that you can get even in 50 minutes or less. I I thought that as far as finales go, I think that it's We've watched Marvel TV evolve over this year, which is batshit that it's only been a year. <laughs> um, I, I have to remind myself that WandaVision was January. Bro, like, I had to go just, through, like, wait, what happened this year? Oh my God, Cap Winter Soldier happened this year. It's a whole, a lot of it's very creepy. How yeah. good they've gotten. But as far as finales go, I think that this was probably for a balance of emotional resonance, action, and progressing all the characters. On balance, it feels like the best, the one that's been handled the best. Um, I loved, I adored the Elena, the first Elena Hawkeye fight mm-hmm. uh, with them in the in the uh, business in the uh, office building. Even the tension of like running into her in the elevator, like all that, like it, the whole thing. It was just mm-hmm. the 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 chemistry Roe mentioned last episode of them at the kitchen table was just splayed everywhere. I, I like I now need a buddy cop. <laughs> This is your new, honestly, this is your new Black Widow and Hawkeye, right? I really, because like, like, this is it. it. Like, these two are great. Like, just like. a great idea was to send her to train with Yelena. Because like, the the moment when, 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 right before Yelena jumped out the window, and they started talking about, it's like, oh, that was a good kick. I mean, you, I mean, that was a good throw. That hurt. It's like, that was a good kick. It was a good form. It's like, I'm just like, they are some fools. Like, they're great. Yeah. And and again, it gives you the same thing with Clinton and and Natasha. It's the same thing. Like when they were when they were fake fighting that one time. You know, it's like, come on. That it's like, you know, it's it feels like that. And so it's like that's a you know, that's a good start of a good friendship right there. I I, I mean, know, it's I like, like it. even in the elevator where she like smacks it, she's like, mm-hmm. What was that? I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, it's perfect. It's yeah. perfect. But I would like to know who was involved with a lot of the fight choreography because I just want to know um, how much wrestling do they watch? <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you well, found your way here from our premium side, I made certain commentary about certain things that happened in a certain spoiler review which I already did. This motherfucker dropped a German suplex. I cheered. Oh my God. I, I was like... Mm. That was a nice tight form. That was some Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. heel should not be named type of German suplex. Mm-hmm. He had nice height. Like you heard the the smack on the ground. It Good was delivery. Fun. It Good was delivery. Just great. 
but even some of the slides they had Kate doing, I'm like, yeah, those are those are those are Matt slides. What mm-hmm. song? But they had Kate on the uh, the ice. Mm-hmm. Yes. This fucking. I was. What if I were to, hypothetically if I were to slide in and shoot everybody? Mm-hmm. Yes. Hypothetically, I yes. love dude, even the residents of them just sitting around making the arrows. Well, yeah. Like I, I like yeah. that they gave us that because in the end, it's a motherfucker with a string and a rope, like a string well, and a piece of wood. I, I like the fact that we got that moment when Kate is telling Clint, like, that moment I saw you when aliens attacked, and here you are, a regular guy with a stick and some string, and you're fighting. He was like, you jumped off, you jumped off a roof, you couldn't fly, you didn't, you were just a regular guy doing that stuff. And it's, and it, one of the things that, that resonates, you know, and, in in you know, seeing that moment with, with, um, with Clint, the moment with, um, Elena and Clint, like all these things here, hoping, you know, you know, get Clint some the closure he kind of needed a little bit too, and also open up the door for for the next chapter for him. Like it, it just works so well of what they did here. It's but it, it's also the bigger speech. I mean, it was really super low key, and I'm glad that they didn't have her make it in some grandiose setting. You know, like fire going off behind her or some. <laughs> like off the side of the half a step from a you complete me speech because that would have been wrong but it's a very important moment and i'm and i'm glad they gave it its weight and i think it also stands as a reminder that doing the right thing is a choice Mm -hmm. that and like as you say the next stage for what Clint has gone to a big part of what I've been saying all season is his problem and why he went completely off the rails and was basically just like a machine that all you had to do was point in a particular direction and he laid waste around the world was because he doesn't have an internal barometer Mm -hmm. like you know everything for him has always been the measured choice for the mission it's never been take that step back and look at it bigger but now he has this girl who who sees the bigger parts of what it was that he was doing and what she took away from it is the thing that he forgot and i'm glad that they put the words in her mouth they didn't have them come from anywhere else and they let them sit for a minute before they had them do anything else but i also appreciate that they had them while he was showing her how to make trick arrows Mm -hmm. and reminding everybody that clint is really fucking smart Yo, when he's just like, hey, hand me that, uh, that, that the pepper spray, and then we see it. Like, I like the fact that they directly reference the shit that's on the table. I don't know why it just mm. stuck out to me. It was like, when they mentioned it, I'm going to see the pim arrow, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what, wait now what do we do? <laughs> I never <laughs> Oh, no, I got to talk to Scott. eaten by an yeah. owl. That's I, had, I hadn't thought this far ahead. I'm not going to lie to you, Kate. <laughs> He's like, well, shit, gonna have to ask Scott about yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, I guess it where was it? I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, you know what you can do? You can remind me to ask Scott. That's yeah. Super yeah. And again, again, you have that crossover of all the weapons and things that have gone missing from Stark. Yeah, yeah. again, it's the, there. there's this, I've been seeing this, there, again, the thing I love about the MCU is when they show you something, it's going to come back at some point. And so exactly. there's been too much mention recently about the fact that with Stark gone, where does Stark shit go? Right. And there's just got Stark shit laying around. I mean, this is a perfect setup for us going into armor wars. It just, it just yeah. is, it mm-hmm. just is, you know, in setting that up and 
And you can see, and, and because we know those are the, the, the these are still shows that are out there, it just feels so good. Like you just know that stuff is coming, and it and it, it's great. You know, what they did with Jack. You know, I still don't trust the motherfucker. However, you know that was a pretty good red herring, though. They it, had it was, oh no, like, they did because he. Oh, fuck, well, I mean, because he he just he just you just like we 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 knew we'd not to trust Eleanor, but Jack just felt slimy. He just and he still does. To be perfectly honest, still he does. does. He still, still does. does. He still oh does. yeah, I I don't. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I'm not. I'm not completely buying that they have just they're redoing his whole past of who he is. Oh hell no! But I did like the conversation with him sitting on the cat on the bench with Bombshell, mm-hmm. or who I hope is actually really gonna be Bombshell. I mean, they I they, mean, they, they, they got costumes now, so I mean, I mean, I hate everything that's happened here. I, I mean, the Larpers had real things where they were like, they're not listening to us as regular people. No, it's time to suit. I was like, oh, nigga, I was like, oh, good. They're gonna put on their well, no. uniforms, showing that uniform. Oh, oh no, no, this D and D horse shit. It was, right. it was oh. the same. It was this, but it was, hey, yeah, my not reaction. D&D. If you're my be insulting, be insulting properly. My, I'd rather not give them the honor. My reaction was the same as Clint. Oh, great, we're all gonna die. We're all gonna <laughs> die. <laughs> but I heard it in D Palm's voice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, great. I heard it in D Palm's voice. I will not lie. Yep. I heard oh, it great. like you said it, Deepom. Oh, I did. I'm like, yeah, Deepom just oh, checked great. out just yep. a little right oh, here. Oh, oh, we're all gonna die. We're gonna die. No, I, I was back in because Clint agreed. Because mm-hmm. Clint was like, man, fuck these people. I was like, agreed, Clint. Fuck these people. Mm-hmm. You know what? You just yeah. you gotta just move past the guilt. And, and I've been I've been told I've been told I should move past it. I have not been able to as of yet. I'll I I just I don't understand. I don't understand this deep this deep animus you have for. Everyone just, needs a thing. It's just a funny bit for the show, honestly. I, I know. I think it's hilarity. <laughs> but I also think it's partially hilarity because I think under the right circumstances, if we put a big, huge anvil in your hands, you would go hell. There is, if, if you listen to enough UD pods, there's a very funny through line of like me making fun of blind people in there. So like, I, I, I declared war on blind people. Like now I've declared war on LARPers. It's, it's just, I, it's just, I, I get yeah, it. I get it. But now I just want to make a big, huge um, anvil and, and send you to someone's guild and see what the fuck happens. Because I'm a terrible person. But we've established this. No one but, denies this. You know, circling back to terrible people. Can I tell you how utterly and completely delighted I was that they actually segued and gave us the meeting between Eleanor and, and Wilson in that room from that video that mm-hmm. she sent in that phone? A lot of people wouldn't have given it to you. Right. Yeah. And somehow we've made him terrifying because he's a fucking tank now. I, I oh no, he took that arrow. I was like, he's gotta be wearing a vest. I was like, nope. I was like, nope, oh so I was I'm like, oh, so this is oh yeah, this is this is this is these characters are different now. Okay. <laughs> I was like Oh, we're gonna do. I've seen people go. Oh, but he's just a regular guy. I'm like, listen, I play the Spider Man game. You hit mm-hmm. a Wilson Fitz with a lot of shit. This motherfucker mm-hmm. hit you with. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, this so was like that's take. half your life. Yeah, no, this motherfucker's a take. And she kept coming. No, really, I was like, yeah. I hit him in half my life. He got. <laughs> he got he, like, I, I was very proud of Kate. He kept coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Listen. Yeah, um, she finally he figured got, out that she needed got, to use the world around her. He got hit by a him. car. He got blown up. He got hit with an arrow. Yeah, that gunshot didn't do shit to him at the end. So we we're gonna well, hold on. So you know what's really funny? In her first appearance, Maya. This all all this happens. Mm-hmm. What is with Daredevil and Hawkeye? Mm-hmm. She shoots motherfucker between the eyes, mm-hmm. and then he's blinded because he lives mm-hmm. like a blind kingpin. 
Coming after a death echo? No, don't like it. Like it I a lot. I love it. I love like it. Because you know what? She needs someone else who can fight in the dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just saying. No, I thought that was a nice pickup and drop. I loved what mm-hmm. they did uh, with Maya, that they didn't leave her out of the final episode, that they uh, laid the groundwork, and they actually let her be the one to kill who needed that dude who needed to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kazi. Oh, Kazi oh, had to go. Kazi needed to die. Disloyal little bastard. Yeah. But, um, I, again, I have this thing about shows that let people live past the point when they should have taken to at least to the chest and one to the head or reverse that however you feel. And I have to say that Hawkeye is one of the few shows that we've gotten that has not let people live past the point of their purposeful usefulness. Not just to the story, but to my patience for allowing okay, that's what I was going to ask the next question. Never mind. Okay, you're good. I, was, I, I see my time. <laughs> I was going to be messy, but you good. Uh huh. <laughs> I said, I, "What? I didn't do it. That should be some sort of condemnation." I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you this, mm-hmm. this is a big win. I consider this a complete success. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I hear, I hear, I hear Chris over in the corner too. He's much better at keeping it together than you, people. I'm not trying to keep it together. That's the difference. <laughs> fair, fair. But yeah, no, I just, I felt like. I felt like all the set pieces and the things that needed to happen Mm. happened in the way that they should. And I can't say that I felt that way about all of the set pieces where they were being put in the earlier shows. And maybe it's because this is the dovetail of the direct from Black Widow and No Way Home that it's kind of sitting better for me. I don't have to wait to get more pieces or... you know, maybe it's because those other shows were clearly leading to things we haven't gotten yet. Um, but there's just something about the way that they managed to ravel in and bring this to a nice denouement, but still let you know that you only saw the opening act. Mm-hmm. Well, I and think, and I, I think part of it is the fact that in the time that we've had these shows, they've earned the trust. They've earned us saying, okay, well, wait. They've earned that. Like, I think that what you're feeling is the fact that, oh, shit, they turned the corner. I think it's, We it's, can trust yeah. them to land these stories. It's partly that, but I think it's also part of the fact that we have to be honest here and remind ourselves that this is also, out of all the shows we have, this is the most grounded one, too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is literally, I mean, because there's times in this, in this episode where even when they try to, they start doing some of the soundtrack and they're remixing some of the, the Christmas songs, as you know, some, some some fucked up shit's about to happen. You're like, okay, cool. This is just you, you know, we're sitting here. We're not in the multiverse. We're not in Westview. We're we're not flying around with you know uh uh, uh you know a guy in a wingsuit and in and a super soldier. You know with you know uh, uh another one trying to take a, a a fucked up version of super soldier serum. Like we're not doing anything like that. We're we really just have you know two 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 folks with sticks and strings fighting some. Some some street thugs like that's all this is, and yet the way it's positioned, we know it's also like I would I would venture to say that out of all the other shows we watch, this also has the most threats to going to different places, right? I mean, you have more Hawkeye, you know, from Clint and from Kate. You have Echo. You have a Kingpin. They've expanded that world out there. Like, there's so much here that we're dealing with. I mean, the fact that 
we get the confirmation or is a former you know uh shield agent oh, no, like get, she's 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 mockingbird yeah she we, yeah we got it yeah agent no agent 19 yes google that shit Agent yes. 19 is not. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's, that's right. not. Yeah, that's Agent 19. Right. Yeah, yeah. So we, mean, we get, we, whether we get or not. Right. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say whether or not they just decide to go the whole, uh, this is Bobby in hiding, or they go a direction that this is somebody else who's also had the moniker besides Bobby well, and just the, let her be who she is. That's the thing. We got there's a whole story there that we haven't even explored. Like, why mm. was Kingpin so anxious to get the watch? Like, what's, like, what did, what is the connection between what Shield did? With, like, what? Like, there's so much more stuff going on there, right? But all right. this is still like surface. It's 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 street level stuff. So you're you're but building up. But that play, that also plays into the whole idea of like Manjapur and what happened with our girl who went over there and became her own kind of queen pin. And like the logic is, you can't ever have a place where you forget the street level because mm-hmm. I mean that's that's. Where, where crime happens and none of that stuff is happens in a vacuum but, and uh, money's money uh, and you got to clean look, it i'm i'm not saying this stuff to malign just dc in general or anything like that like i think that this is and this is something that i think just in general that marvel over like i love batman right but i think there's something that, that marvel has done a better job of of how they mix their street level with their 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 powered powered individuals right because a lot of times when you're sitting there going like all right cool this is, I, I'll, I'll give you batman but everybody else come on guys in dc right you know, like you guys are but really, not even with batman but, because they just they stay on the well, same well, hamster I, wheel even I, though that I, world I get, is huge but, but i'm just saying so that right but, but i'm not but i'm talking not even talking about like movies or things like that i'm just in general right with 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 marvel i mean think about it we just had you know, it's turning out to be a huge movie here, you know. Spider Man, Spider Man, technically is, can can be an Avenger, can do all this crazy stuff, but at the same time, street level, right? You're dealing with people like Wilson Fisk and things like that, and I think that that is something that sometimes DC forgets because when you do things, you you get those moments like with Kate seeing Hawkeye going like, oh no no, you were out there doing this stuff, and you know what? It feels believable. It feels like. No, that makes sense. And I'm not saying the DC can't do that. I mean, if you think about it, the rogues are probably street level when you think about when the Flash and they just haven't decided to do that in live action and things like that. But it'll go. But you know, it's it, it's just I think that's what that's what helps with Hawkeye here. It's like first of all, a lot of people not saying people here, but a lot of people weren't checking for Hawkeye. They weren't right. I mean, it was like, oh, cool, we're gonna do a Hawkeye series. Fine, cool, whatever. So there's already coming in with a lowered expectation. And then not only does it blow past that expectation, it just it literally blows it out of the water. And then when you think of the timing and and, and some of the ties here and some of the implications that could happen when you look at uh, No Way Home, uh, when you look at some of the other things they have coming, when you think of things like, you know, She-Hulk and what they could do there, like you start, your mind starts racing going like, wait, this, this seems like it was a, a small, simple story with literally the main bad guys being the tracksuits. <laughs> like, come on, the tracksuit mafia is who you're, is, is what we're dealing with right here. But the implications are huge. And so, um, it also allows them to focus a lot on, on, on the story. And, and, and it's just, like I said, this turned out to be whether it's because they learned they went along or just this just what it was with the story 
They're trying to be one of the best ones they've done. And that says a lot because all of them have been great. <laughs> all of them yeah. have been, been great. And I, I just... Man, if this is what if this is what these motherfuckers are doing on Disney Plus, man, nobody stands a chance. Like this is nobody stands a fucking chance. Just man. give me my Young Avengers now. I'm ready. Hey, well, hold on, everyone. We're gonna get. If there's one thing I can confidently say after the last ten years, wait for it. No, I'm, like, I'm just. I'm just. Probably, I was like, just that was just my that, moment of impatience. I recognize the knowledge. I gotta let him cook. It's, it's in my soul too, but like at the same time, I'm just like. Well, clearly there's a plan. And their plan's better than my plan. Because, like, some of the stuff they did in this episode, they could have been more forceful with the things that we're all, like, salivating for. But as opposed to going to the finish, they gave us the kick out at three. Like, they didn't give us the rest of that world. But they did let us know that Maya's going to be out there in this world. And they're going to at least start her untethered from her past. But as we all know, from the history of the MCU in particular, but Marvel Comics in literally <laughs> storytelling or the history of mankind in general, your past is not avoidable. Mm. It is coming back. The bill will come due. And if you shoot the fucking kingpin in the head, you saw how scared Clinton was of like saying his name? The big guy. The dog, you shot him in the head. It ain't over. I mean, but you know, family sometimes just doesn't see eye to eye. Y'all be fine. See, that was some shit. She's the fact that he said eye to eye and then got shot. I'm like, oh yeah, they blinded his ass. They daredeviled him. Maybe, maybe we'll see. I but that's the thing that I liked about this. Every single time it got to a point, I like. I also like the fact that they made it clear that if Yelena could not accept that Natasha was gone through her own choice, Clint was absolutely a hundred percent ready to let her kill him. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh, Clint was ready to die. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody needs that moment. I know I needed that moment because he had, he didn't, he had like, as much as he's done for Kate, as much as we're realizing that this world is a little different and that, you know, meta might in fact be meta huh? and all the ways it could be taken. He he's barely done anything to do anything about, as they say, the blood on his ledger. And I've never been comfortable with how much they tried to make everything about Natasha redemptive. And I think I appreciate the fact that they kept him in the gray and not just because that's where I live. It's because I think that you have to you have to accept to a certain extent that sometimes the only thing that you can do is is stop the bleed from the harm you've caused. Well, you I can't grow back a limb. But I think that's another that's great about the MCU, though. I mean, Marvel in general with their characters, I think I think the majority of their characters live in the gray. And I think that I think that cuts to some people off guard a little bit, and some of the complaints I see about just in general over the. What twelve years, fifteen years now? They've been doing the MCU. Jesus, I've yeah. seen some. Of, I've seen some of the characters because people people say, "Oh, they're heroes. They should be doing this." And this seems this this doesn't seem doesn't seem right or something like that. I'm like, but like again, Deepam and I are after this doing. We're carrying on with the Hickman verse, and we're starting with Avengers. And let's just say, there's a lot of. Mm, I'm gonna be nice here and say dark gray for some of your heroes here. Um. And I think that that's they because they understand that that's 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 reality. The world outside your window is actually gray. 
you know, people try to make things seem very black and white and heroes and, and ones and zeros and heroes and villains, but like some of your heroes do some fucked up things a lot and make bad choices or the what seems like a bad choice after you come back later on and say it's a bad choice, but at the time was the best choice, right? Only choice you had, yeah. And, and the only choice you had. And I don't think, I think it just in, it's built into the Marvel characters um, that they're okay with that. And, and I think that that's what makes, that's, that's helped them a lot with some of these stories they tell because you can do something like what you do with Natasha. You can do something like what you're doing here with Clint, you know, where, you, you know, that moment with, with Kate turning her mom and you're going to, you, you know, does a hero turn your mother, mother in on Christmas? Actually, yep. yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> lock your bank account so you can't right. bail yourself out too, ma'am. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, but I like and, I like that it's presented as a cho- like without mm-hmm. whatever. I like that it's a choice. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. that she is an active participant in making the decision. Is this something that happens to her? Is that something that happens around her? She says, fuck it. Arrest this bit. And she's right. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Yeah, no, I mean, I thought that was the, the the best part of this entire trajectory because, you know, as much as people like may like to focus on Jeremy Renner, this ain't his show. It's her show. It's Kate Bishop's show. Mm-hmm. And I like it when it feels right. When you see somebody doing something where it kind of is not a pass the mantle type of, but I, I recognize you. And your potential, kind of like the whole moment just where um, our favorite doctor walked up to somebody and went, hmm. And he's like, did you open a portal? Yeah. So when you get those kinds of things and you have those kinds of moments, I like it better when it doesn't feel like it's a passing of the guard and then everybody just has this expectation that the next generation is not only going to be better than the the one before, but it's automatically going to know what to do to show her having to make this choice to having heard the speech of, I just need to know that you're ready. This is the sucks. You know, there are consequences. The, ju- the juxtaposition between him talking about consequences and her mother talking about consequences, him saying, do you know yourself well enough to know whether or not you're ready to walk out the door and be here? Are you ready to be here? And her mother saying, I know you. And you can't handle this. Mm-hmm. And him saying, trust yourself, you know you better. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, You're just like your father. Mm-hmm. Which I really thought this, this tied back into Age of Ultron really well. If you remember that moment with Clint and Wanda. You walk yeah. through that door, you're gonna be, you want to stay here and be scared? That's fine. Mm-hmm. You're more than happy to. Me, I'm an idiot with a bow and arrow. I can't stay here, though. But if you walk through <laughs> that door, you're an Avenger. Mm-hmm. And... It, like, yes, this version of Clint is not the one from the, from the Marvel Universe, not the one from the Ultimate Universe. It is a unique take on Clint where, and I can't believe I'm saying this about the character of Hawkeye, at the core, he's a fucking dad. Mm-hmm. And he did some very good dadding with this. With, with, they did a very good job of showing him being a father to Kate during this whole series. Mm-hmm. Really, really thought, really tactfully, really well done. And even taking her and the dog in at the end for Christmas. How about that? Dog, like, come on. That's some dad shit. That's mm-hmm. some vintage dad shit. It really is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just some, that's some dad shit. Mm-hmm. 
but he never he never condescended to her he mm. never you know he never did a lot of what are some of the stereotypical dad shit well yeah well yeah because well, he treated her like yeah. a he also like you said he, he he did dad shit but he he made it partnership Mm-hmm. You know, he was it. Well, well it's more partner. like if your big brother is your father figure. Exactly. That's that's yeah. if he's a cool uncle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where you've got someone who clearly has to, he's like he's got kids or he's grown up enough to know stuff, but he's also savvy enough to know that there are some things like he tried to dad her for the first episode and learned really quick you cannot dad Kate. Oh, you're just, oh, you're just a pain in the ass. Okay, cool. Now, yeah. okay, I get you. I you're got it. Yeah, but it it was a lot of big brother energy, and and like you know, it's it's kind of like that. It's so I I really I like that. I thought it was a nice groove for them to hit. The same way I also liked the groove they hit with Yelena, but I also liked that she kind of came into a little bit of stoicism because it juxtaposes nicely with Maya. Mm-hmm. Like this was a really smart place to play these women who are all of a similar age when you really think about it, especially since Yelena got blipped for five years and came back the same yeah. age she was when she left. So when you think about it, they're not actually that far from each other in age, even though they're clearly diametrically opposed in experience and upbringing. So I thought it was a nice kind of mirror between the three of those dominant characters but for parental energy i was surprisingly really into the juxtaposition between eleanor and clint Mm. and even even her his his learn over the phone was better at this shit than eleanor was in person but yeah no I think those are things that get lost. It's like, because those are more of like the day in the life things in comics and particular runs. And people tend to forget that when you put that in a movie, that's where your, that's where your emotion is. That that's where your connections are. That's where you're, you're building your communication and what your contemporary relationships in the world look like. And I don't think that those should only live up to the archetype of what the character is. So I'm happy that we're getting a more nuanced and unique Clint than any one run. The same way that Black Widow the movie started to give you a more nuanced and intricate look at not just Natasha, but at the Black Widows as a whole. Mm-hmm. And then you turn around and you're talking about a world where metahumans live and you know, some of them are falling out of the, you know, closet, but you're also talking about humans, regular schmegular humans who have conditioned themselves into being capable of more. Right. So to put all of those things next to each other and to bring them into a world that's post the blip where half the people were like, it was better before y'all folks came back. <laughs> and the other half are like, y'all are really going to pretend like you just didn't cut us out. Like we didn't ever exist. And you have to fight with those differing energies. And then you've got somebody, like I said in the last episode, making terrible ass decisions because they feel like that's all they got. Mm-hmm. I was stuck with your father's mess. Um, yeah. Two things, too. One, I, I do enjoy the fact that uh, in some ways uh, the world has gotten back to normal after, the, after, after our five-year blip. Much like we've trying to get back to normal after after COVID, even though you absolutely should not, and everybody's really 
really dealing with some fucked up mental issues, and we're just not going to talk wow. about it. We're just going to we're just going to do musicals and call it a fucking day. Um, there's that. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I knew that you're hey, 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 hey. I don't hey, know hey, how hey, you keep go. saying after COVID since so. COVID ain't gone away. Oh, no, but I get I your point. But you see, what, you see but, but even that, right? I'm just saying. People, anyway. Um, we're going to blame that. you for it later, also, but you're good now. Right. Also, uh, shout out to uh, Natasha for teaching uh, Clint uh, that little that little whistle to save his life if, if Elena ever shows up and Dang. he needs a way to get out. Because like I'm like because I'm like I'm like yeah yo oh how'd you oh she just taught it to me because she wanted me no no she taught it to you so that if you ever got in a jam and she wasn't there to tell Elena not to kill your ass to use yeah. that break break whistle in, in case of emergencies. This Shit. is how she know whatever you just said is not a lie. lie. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, she this might not believe you until you believe now. Exactly. This is a little vicious. Right. She's a little she's a little intense. You think I'm bad? She's better. Right. Um, I did like that moment when he was like, You should have stopped her. He's like, Come on, you know, you know she wants. Come on. You, He's like, you, you know your sister. You know your sister. Oh, you you bullshit. Come on. So, um, yeah. So, oh man, this is. Uh, did they officially announce what the next one is? Is it Moon Knight? I would think it's Moon Knight since we got the trailer. We got a little bit of the glimpse of it. Um, let's see. Hold on, Disney. I know we've got uh Boba Fett in. I know that's coming up. The, yeah, is it January now? I thought it was coming out this yeah. Um Well, they released a teaser today. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. Um, I'm it's got either so be, it's either it's either Moon Knight or, or She Hulk. Let's see. Hold on. I just pulled. I just pulled up there uh, one of their some website that says it's got the release schedule. So this is, may or may not be true. But yeah, it looks like we're going Star Wars over the winter, and then it looks like we're not getting. Hold on. Let's see. March. We're looking at probably next fall for Miss Marvel. Oh, that's right. They are I'm shooting Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel is next. It was supposed to be out this fall. Yeah, Miss Marvel. Miss Mar- You know what? That makes sense. Miss Marvel. Should be next, so it should be Miss Marvel. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so Miss Marvel for Marvels for next for the following January. Yeah, yeah. So Miss Mar uh, Miss Marvel. It's one of the things where I think we might be a bit more beholden to a larger schedule than we think. Oh no, I agree with that. I mean, because I mean, they did. Uh, I mean, we've already talked about on on the spoiler route, but now they did officially release the um, Multiverse of Madness trailer uh, teaser. Mm -hmm. So. And there's a lot in there for a teaser. Like, I just, oof, boy, man. And I'll, and I'll remind anyone who's, who hasn't seen Far From Home and thinks about that teaser, think about everything they didn't show you. Like, that's something. Marvel is a, is a motherfucker cutting a teaser, cutting a trailer. Like, oh, they yeah. have really turned that corner after Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. And, whew. Yeah. I just like the fact that they can have bloated teasers and then you see the movie and realize they still ain't told you shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that was all like one? What? Yeah, right, 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 right. It makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah, wait, we just did that with it. You that with the first five minutes of the movie? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And then, like, or then it turns out you think you've seen it and you're like, wait, we haven't even seen that one scene that I know was there. Mm-hmm. And unlike Ridley Scott, who will straight up make trailers that are actually not in the movie, you know it's still coming. Well, they they've done Marvel's done that too before. I give them that. No, no one did what he did with Prometheus and have three oh, no, yeah, separate no, no, yeah, vignette no. movies that, if you had seen them, would have made Prometheus a ten thousand time better movie for you. Oh, yeah, but if you didn't yeah. know you they existed, you were deeply confused as what in the fuck was going on. 
Ridley Scott gave you a movie with homework and didn't tell you what the homework was. He didn't even tell you he was going to do some homework, man. He just said, oh, by the way, there was homework. Y'all are going to fail. It's kind of like find out you didn't read the syllabus, and if you had, there was $50 sitting in a locker for you somewhere. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Childish um, professors. I Look, I had a professor who liked to do that. No, and I never, ever, ever let there be money left. I went on, I, I took up that scavenger hunt through the syllabus. There was once where they told us where all the tests answers were in some random research lab in their research library. Yeah, no, I take, I take those challenges seriously. So trust me when I say it's not the same as when other uh, directors decide they've in their feelings and buying their own hype this the, the way that they there's so much in that trailer mm-hmm. like like that like people coming out with the questions now it's like oh are her fingers black the way the uh uh in you know i was like she touched the book yo <laughs> she opened the book she ate a whole person's magic and they're going to her for help yep. this should be fun i saw, I saw a tweet today that said when Wanda apologized for the uh, for Westview, Doctor Strange just replied, "I don't care about that. I'm a movie star. I don't care about a television show. I'm a movie star. I care about some real shit." Listen, I really, truly, honestly think if they asked Doctor Strange to be on a show, he would be down. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All the deep cuts and well, the smart ass comments he well, makes. Part of me, part of me, feels like that scene we see in the trailer. They might have actually wanted to. They, it, I part of me feels like we probably would have gotten as an after credit scene in WandaVision, and they were like, you know what? No, let's hold on to it. I absolutely 100% believe it feels like it. And I think they were like, when no, he we walks need to up win. to her in the, in the, orchard. yeah, yeah. I feel like that was probably something they shot probably around WandaVision. And oh, that's like, WandaVision, yeah. For yeah. Me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, they decided they need to wait on that one, which I agree with. So. I like yeah. the one they gave us instead. I think that was even smarter. No, it definitely absolutely was. 100%, 100%. I think, again, this goes back to the larger thing of, yes, no, they are good at this, and they do. So, All right, folks. Um, we are done uh, for 2021. We will be back in 2022. Uh, we'll see what the next uh, Marvel thing they have coming out for us and going forward from there. Um, and it'll be on Super Tuesday Recap. So... Again, folks, thank you guys very much for listening, and we'll be back soon. Till next time, we're out of here. Peace. <laughs>